the next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. It's Thursday, March 17th. And this is the MyMac.com podcast. I'm Chad Perry. I'm Tim Robertson. And how are you guys doing? Uh, you know what? I, I bet if we have any regular listeners, they're going to notice really <laughs> quick that this sounds a whole lot better than our previous podcasts. I know. Tell them why. And the reason why is we have upgraded our recording studios. Basically, what we've done is we've added uh, a pair of really good microphones and a... Uh, Mobile Pre USB, which basically mm-hmm. gives phantom power to the XLR microphones. But uh, let's go into a little bit of detail. And here's the thing: when I'm shuffling papers yeah. like that, they can hear that I'm shuffling papers like I that. Know. Um, uh, you should probably be careful because I know that those bowel movements you've been having on past <laughs> po- podcasts hasn't been picking up. But these microphones are really <laughs> sensitive. This is not that so, kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Cute though. Dang, Chad. <laughs> anyway, bowel syndrome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. What we've got basically is we've got a pair of M Audio Nova Class A FET microphones. I know that doesn't mean anything to anybody. So let me go over at the. Uh, and this this probably will help some other podcasters out there who happen to be listening to our show and want to upgrade the quality of theirs. Yep. What we've done is, uh, from Small Dog Electronics, we've purchased the M-Audio's Classroom Studio. Um, what that is, is it comes with two microphones. They are... Professional XLR large capsule cardioid condensers, 1.1 inch evaporated gold diaphragms, and solid brass body and capsule, and they weigh a ton. They Well, half the ton, though, is the stands that I picked up at Radio Shack. Yeah. These, these are nice stands, and they only, weigh, nice. they only cost like eight bucks at Radio Shack. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and, you know, the thing is, these are real nice microphones, um, but the problem is, shipping out of the box, there was no way to, there, there was no stand. So I had to get something. I mean, we can't just lay them on the desk. That would look stupid. And, well, and you don't want to hold them because otherwise you're going to hear our voices going in and out as we drop the microphones or fall half asleep. So Yeah. Uh, we are, because it's these are XLR microphones, and if you don't know what that is, those are those big round three-plug microphones that you remember from high school when uh, you had the, yeah, the talent used... show and that kind of thing, those big microphones. Well, that it is. Or if you were the tech guy that helped out at the high school, you're, you, you know because you had to carry them around. Move them from class to class or get them set up for any particular special events. And XLR microphones are what professional musicians and broadcasters and places like that use. <laughs> We're using them now, too. Yahoo! Um, however, big microphones like these need power. They just don't work on their own. Yep. And what they use is phantom power. If we plug these microphones into an amplifier for you know on stage and stuff like that or a mix board, that's how it's going to generate power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was under the mistaken impression that I could convert the XLR to a mini jack and plug it directly into the microphone port on the Mac, and it would work. Well, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And the uh, one of the nice guys at Small Dog Electronics emailed me after I had placed the original order for just the microphones, and he said, you realize that you're going to have to supply phantom power to these. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck that is. I mean... I'm a tech guy, but I'm not an audio tech guy when it comes to recording equipment. Mm. So he explained it to me, and we decided to go with the M-Audio's Classroom Studio. 
in a box instead. And what this comes with, in addition to the microphones, is the Mobile Pre USB, which also supports sports two mic inputs, which is what we're using for the XLR yep. with the Phantom Power. It also has a stereo microphone input, two high impedance line inputs for guitar, bass, etc., two line outputs, stereo headphone output with level control, and zero latency hardware detect and monitoring, and USB powered for total mobility. Sounds pretty blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The, the, what, basically what our setup is now is the mobile pre plugs directly into the Macintosh via USB, and we record everything in GarageBand. In GarageBand, we go into uh, a real instrument, vocals, and set it up, and we set the preferences to the USB input. And that's how we record in GarageBand. Uh, the microphones, of course, obviously plug into the USB M-Audio's Classroom Studio box, the mobile pre-USB. I've had a lot of problems at home with this at yeah. my house when I hooked up to the G5, and as well as the PowerBook, and it just didn't work consistently. It would work sometimes and then other times. But what really kills me is I come over here to Chad's house, and Chad's <laughs> using a, what, a three-year-old G4? Oh, at least. Three, yeah, let's just say three. Well, it wasn't originally, what, originally a 400 megahertz uh, So it would be a four, four-year-old G4. Right. I plug it into his. I don't even reboot the machine. It works just fine. No problem. I didn't even install drivers here. I hate you. <laughs> you suck. Hey, you got me this computer. And I got you this computer? Well, I bought it, but you helped me get it. Oh, okay. I, I didn't remember sticking someone up or pulling <laughs> no. a heist, but my memory's just not as good you as You recommended it. I got some MyMac.com news. Do you? Yeah. What's up? Her name is our, well, it's our newest listener. Hmm. And uh, her name is Ella Caroline Long. Oh, and tell us about Miss Long. Well, Miss Long is the first child of Todd Long. Todd Long, you know, contributes blogs. Yep. He actually created our podcast logo for yep. us. This is Todd's first daughter, so we want to congratulate Todd yes, and his congratulations, wife. Todd. And uh, welcome Ella Caroline Long to the world. Hopefully, uh, she won't listen to these too often. We don't want to corrupt the child. Yeah, you know, poor thing. But anyways, congratulations, Todd. We're all pleased and Indeed. happy for you. Cool. Remember when we were talking about TiVo and how the rumors were going around that, oh, Apple may buy TiVo. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. Well, um, I read this on Engadget, which, you know, we give them a whole lot of free PR. Yeah, we do. We always talk about Engadget. It's one of my favorite sites, though. Sure. And I don't is. mind saying that, you know, that's a favorite site of mine, and I recommend it highly. Nope, I enjoy it, too. I go there for all sorts of news. I dropped my pen. Um, it would be cool if, you know... Occasionally they may link to us or something. But anyways, uh, TiVo was purchased by Comcast. I think that's a cool thing. I have Comcast myself. Right. And the word on the street, as it is, as it were, is that Comcast is going to incorporate the TiVo technologies into their DVR, which would be cool because TiVo has always had the best graphical user interface when it comes to DVR. So. And it only makes sense for Comcast to take advantage of what's out there right now. And uh, as a Comcast customer, both I couldn't be us. happier. Yep. Yeah, we both are. Absolutely. So that's something. Uh, what else do we got to go over today? I don't know. Uh, how about the Motorola story? And which one would that be? The one about uh, the non-show for the iTunes phone? Yeah. Huh. Uh, from Reuters, new service. 
In response to a question about why Motorola did not show its upcoming iTunes phone at the CBIT Technology Fair in Germany, Motorola said it tends to display its products before they go to the market, but Apple's chief executive officer, Steve Jobs, does not. The first thing you're seeing here is a merger of two different industries with different ideas of launching products. Uh, you can take it from there. Ron Garg, as president of Motorola's mobile phone division, told analysts and reporters at a news conference at the, U at the CTIA U.S. Wireless Show in New Orleans. Steve's perspective is that you launch a product on Sunday and sell it on Monday, he added. Garquez said Motorola is on schedule to develop. Yeah, we don't care about the rest okay. of it. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, so Motorola's coming out and saying, hey, we were going to launch this thing. We were going to show it to you. Yeah. But the Apple doesn't want us to because Steve Jobs likes to, when he announces a product, <laughs> if he announces it on Sunday, he wants to sell it on Monday. What? That's not true. How many Apple Expos or uh, Mac Expos have I seen where Steve gloriously shows off this new product mm -hmm. and says, you know, and Tiger's a prime example. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What about Tiger at the Macworld Expo? Well, mm -hmm. he started showing that for the first time at last year's Worldwide right. Developers Conference. So mm -hmm. we're talking a year and a half from the first time they show it until when someone could pick it up in the store. Right. Um, most of the time, it is a fairly quick turnaround. You know, if Steve shows the new iPod Shuffle, and it's available that day, that's cool. But that's not really the norm. There's occasionally he'll come out and say, and it's shipping now. But usually, it's you know, there's a little leeway there. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, and you have a little time to create buzz and create demand. I mean, just to flap it out there and expect people to go stomping through the streets to get it. Everybody's going to wait until there's a little bit of momentum that develops around any particular new product or a new release. I, I'm actually a little skeptical that it was Apple's doing, or if it is, that that is the reason that Steve doesn't want to announce a new product until it's ready to ship. Here's my problem with that. Everybody knows about the iTunes phone. The only right. the only thing they're holding back is what it looks like, what the pricing is, and which carriers you're going to be able to use it with. That's not a whole lot of... I mean, the wow factor of actually seeing it for the first time is pretty cool. But I, I just... I have a hard time believing that that's why they're not releasing it yet. You know, the big rumors going around were that some of the carriers were saying, you know what, we don't really want to go this route yet because we're trying to sell music on our own system. Sure. And... Uh, but now Motorola's coming out saying, no, no, it's not the carriers, it's Apple. I don't know. I find the whole thing a little... Fishy? A little bit, a little fishy. Something smells like tuna. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. We have today a new contest. Yes, we do. And we also have our uh, Chrissy Bold Not. What is it? Not Mac News. Yeah, that was a test for you. I knew. I know, because I got it wrong last time. You got time. it wrong last time. Uh, let's take mm -hmm. a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll come back with Chrissy Bold. So here's a word from the folks at Small Dog Electronics. Most websites are only there for you to buy something. Buy, buy, save, buy. Save, save. At smalldog.com, well, they're happy if you buy something, but that's just half the story. Take a walk around smalldog.com and you'll find the inside scoop on Mac products and lots of helpful how-tos for beginners and experts alike. Digital photography and graphic design, music and sound, small business and more. From iTunes to inkjets, Apple to Ziff. Smalldog.com, so you can love your Mac more. High technology at low prices. Smalldog.com. 
And we'd like to thank the folks at Small Dog Electronics for providing us with the equipment to allow us to sound as good as them. Um, let's see. We also have a contest we're going to do. So let's get to the contest. Okay. Uh, we're going to give away, just like we did on two weeks ago, you want to... A set of Rogers Sound Labs Fidelity One uh, digital speakers. See, he's doing that from memory. you, you got to see his eyes. He's <laughs> reading no text or anything when he does it. It's uh, the Digital Fidelity One speaker system from Roger Sound Labs. They sound really good. I did a review of them myself back in, what was it, December? December. December. And uh, you know what? The thing is, I could do that before, and it really didn't pick it up much. Right. Now, people are like, what the hell is that clicking sound? It's, it's Tim playing with his pen. And that's not a euphemism either. <laughs> uh, I'll put the big pen down. So we are going to give away another set of the speakers. Last time we played pretty long clips from the commercials. They were mm -hmm. each one was about five to ten seconds. Right. Uh, before I actually came to here to Chad's house to record today's podcast, I put the uh, contest together. Chad hasn't actually heard it, so he's going to hear it the first time you folks do. It's a little bit. I think it's a little easier because well, I don't want to say why, but the clips are a lot shorter. Um, again, what you want to do is send your answers to contest at mymac.com. We're going to pick randomly out of all the correct answers, and you will get the pair of speakers. Uh, let's go ahead and play it, and uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. Jeez, you're just going to so want one. The world's fastest, most powerful personal computer. Julie, whatever happened to Leslie? As for Pentium PCs, well... They're harmless. So that's our concert or contest concert. We're not having a concert. That's a contest. <laughs> and it's the same rules apply. Basically, it's the same contest. You're looking to match the ad with the product that Apple was pushing with it. There's four commercials that are played in there, and unlike last time where I put that little music between each clip, mm -hmm. this time I ran them all together. And I think it's much more difficult this time to uh, to get each one because I mean. They just all run together. In fact, two of them have Jeff Goldblum in it. And they're back to back. Yeah. So if you're not really paying attention or you really don't know your Apple commercials, some people may think that that's one ad. Three ads in there, or four ads in there, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. uh, for four different Apple products. You send us an email listing the four Apple products that Apple is hawking in those, in those uh, clips. And if you're the winner, you'll get the prize. Let's play it one more time. Jeez, you're just going to so want one. The world's fastest, most powerful personal computer. Julie, whatever happened to Leslie? As for Pentium PCs, well, they're harmless. Honestly, I, I, I put the contest together, but even if I didn't, I would, know, I would definitely know three of the four. Mm. The comment about Julie, whatever happened to Leslie, or whatever he says there, I wouldn't know what that was. See, that one I, I, I can't place at all. I don't even remember what that one was. The other three, I'm pretty certain. I Especially the last back. one. Yeah. With, you hear that clanking yeah. sound. That's pretty evident what that is. Um, and obviously, if Jeff Goldblum was doing the commercials, you know some of those products are probably the newer ones. Yep. So that's all the hint you guys are going to get. If you want the answers before we uh, announce them, do a Google search for Apple commercials. Download every QuickTime movie of Apple commercial you can find. Play them until you hear the clip. When you do, write down whatever the product is or advertising. Send it to us. At contest at mymac.com. And you could win a set of Rogers Sound Lab 
Fidelity One digital speakers. You want to try that again? Rogers Soundlab Digital Fidelity One. Digital Fidelity One speakers. <laughs> Sorry, Rogers Soundlab. <laughs> Thanks once again for fronting the prize for this contest. Absolutely. If you happen to be a manufacturer or you supply a product, something to do with the Macintosh crowd, it could be hardware, it could be software, whatever it is, and you would like to get some, I don't want to say free PR, because what it's going to do is it's going to cost you some, uh, giving us some goodies to give away to our listeners. In other words, let's say you're company ABC and you have a, I don't know, a, a real nice shareware application that's usually 20 bucks. Want to give away a free registration? Let us know. Contact us via email at tim at mymac.com or chadperry at mymac.com. And, uh, you know, we'll put you in the queue for giving away some stuff during our contest. We're set for probably at least another two or three podcasts. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to give stuff away every week. It's probably alternating every two weeks. Next week, we'll give the answers to this contest. And uh, the week after that, we'll run another contest. But if you have something you want to give away, hey, let us know. We'll hook you up and uh, give you some uh, airtime during the podcast. Absolutely. You know, I'm still the MyMac.com podcast. I'm really still not... You don't like that name, do you? I just don't. It's just too generic. I, I would really... I was thinking of the um, the MyMac guys, but here's the thing. There's already a MyMac guys podcast. Really? Yeah, I'll have to play it for you when we're done recording. <laughs> it's just two guys sitting around talking about Macs and stuff. Sounds really familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, sure does. Yeah, but you know what? Um... It's actually a pretty good podcast. I, I, mm. I can't remember the URL offhand, otherwise I would I would let people know right now. Mm. But honestly, I can't remember what the URL is. If you look for, gosh, what was it called? Do Two, a Google search on do, My Mac Guys. My Mac Guys podcast, you'll probably find them before you'll find us. <laughs> um, and, but it was it was pretty good. They it sounded like they were using a cheap microphone like we used to use. Yep. Like we're all the big shots now because it's you know because it was just last week that we were still using that yeah we've been we've been using the new microphones now for eighteen and a half minutes and all of a sudden we're like we've got good equipment (laughs) we're professionals on this end let me tell you kids yeah (laughs) oh boy anyways uh we still have to get to Chris don't we yes we do what was you gonna talk about oh I was gonna bring up the uh, little Napster interview that they had on Engadget and another Engadget. Yeah, hi, Engadget. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, apparently they interviewed uh, Chris Gorog, the CEO of Napster, and uh, they're talking about uh, the plans for the Napster subscription services. And they were asking him basically how he felt that uh, it was going to work out. And here's uh, just some little excerpts of the interview. Uh, basically, he said that in the short term... It has. It, it's been a disadvantage, but uh, he thinks the real statistic that we should look at is Apple's controls about 32% of the worldwide MP3 market. So when Apple throws their statistics out, they never include flash players, which is an enormously p- important part of this market. Also, you know, right, right there, they never include flash players. Well, you know what? Apple didn't have flash MP3 players until January, yep. so that is so misleading. And let's be honest, the Apple's Flash MP3 players a year from now is going to be the hottest selling MP3 on the market. You're going to be able to pick these up at Target, at Walmart, you name it. You're going to be able to find the Apple MP3 Flash players because uh, from what I'm looking at online, they're very competitively priced, if not better priced. They're much better priced than the Sonys by at least 30 bucks. 
which we talked about. But yeah. we talked about that last week. So if you if you want to understand what that's about, listen to last week's show and you'll understand. So the shuffle is Apple's MP3 flash player. And for this guy at Napster to say, well, they never used those statistics. Well, they never had the product before until a month and a half, two months yeah. ago. And he goes on to say that basically they expect iPod's share of the hard drive device market to have a substantial decline during this Christmas selling season because virtually every MP3 player sold in America will support Napster to go this fall, except the iPod. Yeah, I like the next line. Read that. So you're going to have consumers having to make a decision between last year's technology, your father's Oldsmobile, or any other MP3 player that will support this extraordinarily portable subscription opportunity. Doesn't he sound like just a a shyster? (laughs) This extraordinary portable subscription opportunity. Yeah, someone was never into uh, pyramid schemes in his prior life, was he? (laughs) Give me a break. What, uh... Last year's technology. Yeah. And, of course, the interviewer goes on to point out that uh, one of the downsides of the Napster subscription service is, of course, that once you stop subscribing, you're left with nothing but memories. Yeah, and he says, that's correct. But we look at it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy said. <laughs> but the way we look at it is kind of interesting. Well, it's not interesting to me. No. So, so why does he say it's kind of interesting? Maybe to you it's kind of interesting, but... Don't tell me what's interesting before you tell me. I'll tell you if it's interesting. Um, Basically, Napster believes that that the market will see a shift in the way consumers think about music. Yeah, they 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 think that nobody wants to carry all the music around. Uh, I like it. They, he puts it like, uh, let me back up here. It says, so it's really a paradigm shift for people to recognize that music collections they've carried around with them on their backs. Like, people's got big backpacks full of CDs that are lugging <laughs> everywhere. What an idiot. All this stuff doesn't matter anymore. Well, unless your hard drive takes a crap and you lose every file that you've got, then oh, all of a sudden those CDs are kind of important, aren't they? Yep. Uh, because for a monthly fee, they can access not only to everything they've collected in the past, but everything they didn't even know yet. Well, sure, but it's going to cost you money every single month. Mm-hmm. Hello, Skippy. Every month, I have to pay the same fee over and over and over. Stick a gun to my head. You want to listen to this music? Do you? Do you? Got to give us this money. But the thing that really kills me is the uh, the last part. He said, uh, go ahead and read that part. Well, they asked him about, uh, what about the new file sharing services like Kazaa. Yeah. And he says, we actually had a focus group with a bunch of young kids who are all using the illegal services. By the way... Kaza is not an illegal services. Hello, it's just peer-to-peer. What people do on the services may be illegal, but the service of itself is not illegal. Freaking idiot. Um, <laughs> you know, I can't talk under my breath no more. I know. Well, we put, basically said so they put them on Napster, these kids that are using illegal peer-to-peer. Well, not illegal peer-to-peer services, but put them on Napster. They all went absolutely crazy. They asked him if they'd pay for it, and they said, yeah, we would. I said, tell me why, and the kid says, I've had to replace my hard drive three times in the last 18 months from using illegal peer-to-peer services. Number one, no no kid. Um, and he said young kids, so I'm, I'm figuring like 12 or 13. No young kids are going to say, I've had to replace my hard drive at least 18 t- or three, three times, times in the last 18 months 18 months using illegal peer-to-peer services. Who the hell talks like that as a kid? I mean, if he's using illegal services, 
Number one, it's not an illegal service. Hello. <laughs> but if you're downloading songs illegally, that's a slap on the wrist, by the way, mm-hmm. um, over Kaza, and you have to replace your hard drive three times, what what the hell are you downloading that's eating your hard drive alive? I mean, even if you had, let's say, I don't know, um, a virus or something. Mm-hmm. Hello, wipe the hard drive, reinitialize it, your hard drive's fine. So either the kid's a complete idiot, or this is a BS quote, which, <laughs> who would have thunk? Well, speaking of who to thunk, I think it's about time we talk to uh, Chris Siebold and Not Mac News to see uh, who to thunk about what they're coming up with. Yeah, let's listen to some uh, Not Mac News by Chris Siebold. Tiger pricing and packaging were revealed exclusively to Not Mac News mere moments ago. Breaking tradition, the new operating system will come bundled with the iLife applications, a few games of Apple's choosing, and various third-party programs. The bundle will retail for $4.99 and include a free computer. Not Mac News was also able to ascertain a probable ship date for the new OS. Expect shipping to begin March 21st, but also expect availability to be limited for several months. It's working for the mini, after all. In non-Mac news, a highly placed source at Microsoft, wishing to be known only as Knight Commander of the Order of the British Empire, has told not-Mac news that Longhorn has absolutely no new features, hence it will be renamed XP Service Pack 3. Projected ship date for the service pack is April 7th, 2010. That's stuff we made up. For not-Mac news, I'm Chris Siebold. Great job, Chris. That was fantastic. Uh, of course, that is Not Mac News from Chris Siebold. You can hear that every week right here at the MyMac.com podcast. If you would like to submit your Not Mac News to Chris, drop him an email at cks at MyMac.com. And he may even uh, knight you a knight commander of the Order of the British Empire. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. A few things before we wrap up the show today. Um Number one, we are we are going to be changing format slightly here really quickly, probably within the next one or two podcasts. We're still going to have the contests. We're still going to have, of course, the Not Mac News with Chris Siebold. But uh, we're going to start having a central topic that we talk about. We're probably going to break up the show in the following ways. The first ten minutes is going to be about news. Um, I... I I don't want to say we're only going to use one new service, but if something comes through that's kind of in the planning stages right now, we may have not necessarily a sponsor, but a news partner. Let's yeah. put it that way. Uh, that's going to be in the first 10 minutes, and we're going to hit our commercials, then we're going to come back, do our contests, and then we're going to do them not Mac News, and then we're going to go into a central subject. Now, that subject may be a product review, maybe what an interview. Yeah. Um, could be a hot topic that needs more more attention. Uh, it could be um, a, a really graphic description of a colostomy that a friend of ours had that we found out today. But probably not. Probably not. No. Um, anyways, 
we are going to change it up a little bit and we're probably going to leave the last mm, five minutes or so for uh, general goofiness and, and wrapping up shows and stuff like that kind of what we're doing right now I can't believe you bring that in <laughs> <laughs> well that really only matters to one person that's true the, the one person will only know what that refers to everybody else is like I don't what's that about but the one person so now we're catering our show to one person well, not really. All our listeners are important. So. That's right. But one in particular, we just have to rub them a little bit. <laughs> Every now and then, just rub them a little bit. Um, anyways, so there are going to be some changes coming to my Mac podcast. Uh, so look for those. If you have any suggestions on some software that we should look like, uh, should look like we should look, look like, at. So look at and share with the other uh, listeners, let us know. You can either send us... Uh, email on it or an mp3 file and listen to the end of the show and we'll give you contact information uh, one of the things I did want to mention before we uh, we get off uh, a story that I read at macminute.com that Microsoft is going to drop MSN support for Mac OS X oh no. who cares um, the only reason I can ever imagine a Mac user using MSN is to get the email hotmail yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have a Gmail account, and I have 49 or 50 invites left. So if you're out there listening and you have Hotmail, and you're just completely sick of the clunky interface, you don't want to use Hotmail anymore, you'd really like to get one of these free Gmail accounts, send an email message to me at mymac.com at gmail.com. And I'll send you an invite and get you hooked up with a free Gmail account. It's really a fantastic service. If you're using another web-based email service, you might really want to consider to switch. Uh, they're not a sponsor or anything. It's just a really good service. You get, geez, what is it, a gigabyte of storage. Yeah. It's just a really nice service. I like it a lot. The uh, web interface is first class, so you guys will like it. So if you're looking for a new email address, Send an email to, in fact, you can send it to my mymac.com address as well. Just put Gmail account wanted or give me a Gmail email address or something like that. Uh, send it to tim at mymac.com or mymac.com at gmail.com. It's just really confusing. I should send an invite to myself and start a new account. Call it the <laughs> mymacpodcast at gmail.com. If that's available, I'm, you know... Uh, I, I might just end up doing that, so uh, we'll let you know if we change that next week or not. Yep. Uh, let's wrap this up uh, again. Listen to our contest. If you have the correct answers, send them to contest at mymac.com. Or if you want to send any comments to us, you can reach us at Chad Perry at mymac.com or Tim at mymac.com. And don't forget, if you are a podcaster and you would really like to send a 30-second promo of your podcast, we'd be happy to play it for you. Send it to Tim at MyMac.com or Chad Perry at MyMac.com or everloving MyMac.com at gmail.com email address. Uh, well, look at that. Someone just popping up and it's our uh, industrious editor. Saying, are you still recording? And I said, yes, and be back later. And he says, later then. <laughs> nice, huh? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Chad Perry. I'm Tim Robertson. See you in a week. See ya. Knight Commander of the Order of the British Empire. Adios, you chicken-plucking little stinker!
He's gone. He's not gone. That's the whole point. He's never gone. Is this some radical new therapy? You see?